Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Sean joins us this morning. Uh, thanks for being with us, Sean. Congratulations on last night. No, thanks, guys. Good to hear that things are going to plan there in the box as well. That's what happens when you invite right. Spud to join us, I'm afraid, uh, Sean. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. No, it's, it's good to wake up after you know a win, You know, after the few weeks we've had where we've, we've been working really hard and we just haven't been getting you know the end result we would have liked. And to get a win like that, um, two guys playing a 200th game just shows the hard work that we are doing at the club is actually starting to, to show. And, you know, last week we didn't get the win against West Coast, but we took a, a step in the right direction with our effort. And um, this week, yeah, we were able to get the reward and wake up with a smile. Uh, congratulations, Sean. Did that sort of narrow loss last week uh, spur you on a little bit going to the game? Because you did obviously dominate that game in parts against West Coast. It must have been disappointing. Yeah, it was last week doing pretty pretty deep, um, I must admit. Everyone did. Um, when, when you're losing, uh, like you guys would know, you, you, you forensically analyse every single thing you're doing at the club. Are you doing enough recovery? Are you doing weights to make yourself stronger? Um, are you practising your craft, your kicking, marking? We're analysing everything to the nth degree and um, last week, you know, we put some things in place and it, it, it showed, um, but we didn't get the result. And then this week, you know, the things we wanted to work on showed again and the effort was there as, as well. And we've got a lot of younger players that have just come in the team and um, they were able to, they were a big part of why we won last night. And um, I think kicking accurately as well in front of goal helps um, get the win too. It seemed like it was a bit of a plan in place. A lot of people expected you guys to play... Uh your normal game, your uncontested mark, play to the edges, uh, take the heat out of the game. Collingwood obviously coming off a pretty ordinary loss, but you didn't take your first mark till the 10-minute mark of the first quarter. Was it a plan to take the game on a little bit quicker this week? Yeah, we wanted to. Well, we haven't been scoring enough. <laughs> um, you know, we can't, we can't kick nine goals or ten goals every week and think you're going to win because you're going to probably lose... Um, your fair amount, so we wanted to score more and we thought maybe moving the ball a bit quicker um, would, would help that but not go quick every time um, so we wanted to do that and we also wanted to um, block up the corridor, we know Collingwood want to come through the corridor um, and take the game on through there, so there's a, a challenge for us um, to take one of their strengths away because they have a, a lot of midfielders with great running power come through the middle and we wanted to block that up and we saw um, kangaroos do that the week before really well and put them under pressure and um, we thought we could we could implement that as well and it was a bit slippery um, and we, so we knew there were going to be mistakes made as well so um, we just had to bring that intent and desire to, to out hunt them um, and then, you know they got one of the best ruckmen in the game as well around stoppages who gives their midfielders best best use most weeks so and Ben McAvoy I thought 
fought really well and um, neutralised that. And um, yeah, we we firmly took the challenge uh, head on. And um, you know, we still only kicked nine goals for the game, which is not enough to, to win you many games. You know, we want to be kicking you know 15 and 16 plus each week. So we'll, we'll tinker with that and try to get the balance right between defending and attacking. Now, I thought McAvoy was outstanding. His 200th game. What was it like in the rooms at halftime? You, you're dominating the inside 50s, uh, plus 28, yet you're eight points yep. down. What, what was the message? Yeah, well, it was pretty positive in the um, in the changes at halftime. Like you said, we were we were getting the ball inside 50, but we we weren't kicking the ball to the best advantage of our forwards. We weren't um, when we were kicking it. We were still giving it to uh, the Collingwood defenders. Um, so we wanted to tweak the way we were going inside 50 and just battle away uh, around using neutralise their weapons, you know, Pendlebury and um, Trelaw and Sidebottom, still neutralise those guys. And, uh, but it was just more the, the way we entered inside 50. So we'll have a look at that during the week to see, you know, if we get, I think we had 57 inside 50s for nine goals. So, you know, we want to get a better reward. But, yeah, it was, it was fairly positive um, at half-time and, just to continue and, you know, the, the message was it's going to be a tight game, which, you know, that's what we expected. Hey, Sean Durham here. Congratulations on the win. Hey, uh, just a little bit further on what Spud said, just to the naked eye, it looked like when, when the guys did mark the ball, intercept mark in the back line, they just didn't go back behind the mark like normal and look to spear the ball sideways, maybe get a 45 inboard uh, or even retreat and retain the ball by mark, kick, mark, kick. It, it was almost like it was an automatic play on. And, and I would have thought that was to try and Collingwood uh, as good as they can be. Uh, probably only have one, maybe two um, instinctive tacklers in their forward line. So it catches the midfield out unprepared when the ball comes back in quick time. Is that the read? Oh, that's the read I had on it. Was that kind of a bit of a, the plan that you went out with? Yeah, we, we wanted to move the ball quick, um, especially um, when you get an intercept mark. I think James Sicily had maybe six or seven of them himself. Um, so normally, obviously, when the team's attacking and they're, they're pushing hard forward, if you get that intercept possession and look straight forward back at the game, you've normally got a fair few players who are offside. Um, so we wanted to take the game on more and, and move it. And if we could play it on quick, um, we wanted to take it. Uh, we, we haven't been utilising Isaac Smith and and Tom Scully enough with, with their leg speed on the outside. Ricky Hanson's had a really good season. Uh, yeah. So we wanted to get the ball into those guys' hands so he could run and break the lines as well. And um, the best way to do that is to move it quickly from an intercept intercept mark or possession because once once these days um, you get held up, people and teams get into their defensive zones, it's pretty hard to move the ball through that. Um, yeah, so they set pretty well, we don't they? Be, they do, yeah, and there's not much difference really between the best teams and the, and the teams down the bottom, um, you know, so we wanted to, you know, not let them get set up and, and take it on a bit more, and hence we wanted to score more goals, but, you know, we've still got to work on that as well. I, I love that you brought up Tom Scully as well. I mean, it's a build physically for Tom, but even though he's probably had uh, the odd better game with the Hawks so far and his, his limited time at the club, I thought his running prowess was even better last night. So kudos to him. But what I really want to point out is, you know, a game is individual moments and there's certain times where a player such as yourself is so good at and capable of many, many attributes. 
you play professionally. There was a moment with just minutes to go in the game. I sense you thought, this is risky, but I'll take the chance. And you intercepted the ball on the half-forward flank, broke a tackle and sent it back in Hawthorne's direction. I looked at that and thought... You may be approaching 360, mate, but you move like you played 120 <laughs> at that stage. Your body's obviously feeling good in the last fortnight, or definitely last night as well. That that movement then said to me, that's not a, a 30-something-year-old's movement. You, you're obviously feeling good. Yeah, I, I am. Um, you know, I've been utilised down back, which is... Um, I'm not doing as much running down back. On the weekend, I went in the midfield for a bit. Um, so... You know, obviously requires a bit more running, a bit more grunt work on the inside. But, yeah, I'm feeling just as good as uh, I've ever felt, to be honest. Um, you know, obviously just the wear and tear, some scratches here and there. But, yeah, I was able to, um, I'm able to recover really well um, during the week to give myself the best opportunity to play. And, and that last play of the game, <laughs> or the last play of the last quarter, yeah, they, they had a, two or three players running in a bit of a wave and I was a bit caught out. But, yeah, obviously at some stage you've got to back your instincts as well. So... Uh, which I was able to do, and very lucky to, to stop them there, you know, in our half of the field. Sean, Bob here. Congratulations last night. Uh, you've talked about how, you know, your form and your, your body's feeling good. Are you any clear on whether you'll, you'll play next year? Uh, well, it's a discussion, yeah, I want to have a, with the club in the next few weeks uh, about myself, and I think we've got a few players on contract as well, so... Um, I'm not stupid enough to put my hand up and, and say I want to play next year if I'm going to make a complete fool of myself, and um, which is something I don't want to do. So um, let me see exactly what the what the team's doing and the, the form of the team and where we're headed and what that looks like. Um, I'll get a bit better picture of what that looks like. And um, I've, I've been in this situation pretty much for the last five or six years every year, um, to be honest. Um, and my manager and Graham Wright talk regularly and um, and Riley talks to me as well. So um, I've been in the situation, yeah, like I said, the last five or six years. So um, we'll sit down and chat at some stage and whether they say we're going to go on, whether we're not going to go on, we'll come to something, we'll, we'll chat with that. But a lot depends on how the team's going and, um, you know, the younger players coming through, how the older players are. And, um, but there's always tough decisions to be made at the end of every year. Keep going, mate. Keep going. <laughs> We've got you down for two or three more years, Sean. Don't stop at one. Can I ask you about one of your teammates? I know last night there were milestones for Ben McAvoy and Luke Bruce, and they both had both had good nights. But I want to ask you about James yep. Sisley, the player. I mean, he's, he might be the best medium-sized defender in the league. But what what about the what about the player in the locker room? He, he gave a really thoughtful and uh, an insightful um, interview post game on the broadcast last night that I think might have surprised a few people. But what's he what's he like? I didn't see what he said, so I'm interesting for me to see that. No, it was, said, it, was, but, it was really calm and thoughtful. Yeah. Um, it's, he's, I don't know, I'm still wrapping my head around James. Um, <laughs> because in the change rooms and off the field, he is quiet and polite. <laughs> and he, he's a totally different person to what he is on the field. Um, when he first got to the club and he was playing VFL, um, the boys were... He was very quiet and, 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 and um, he's an introvert off the field. Um, and um, then he started trying to fight all these boys at VFL and he was he was talking and the boys were like freaking out, what's going on? <laughs> so we can't we can't figure. Oh, well, I still can't figure him out. But off the field, he's polite. Yeah, he's very polite, well mannered, uh, respectful, and and then you get on the field and he walks over the white line. And he just transforms and 
Sean, we appreciate your time this morning. We'll let you go. Good luck with the rest of the season and with whatever decision you come to. You've been a, a sensational player, so whichever way it goes, that certainly won't change. But good luck for the rest of the year, and thanks for being with us. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free, and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.